Chapter 14 of Stories That Words Tell Us. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kinchel. Stories That Words Tell Us by Elizabeth O'Neill. Proverbs. Every child knows what a proverb is, though every child may not perhaps be able to say in its own words just what makes a proverb. A proverb has been defined as a wise saying in a few words. At any rate, if it is not always wise, the person who first said it and the people who repeat it think it is. Most proverbs are very old and take us back, just as we saw that words formed from the names of animals do, to the early days before the growth of large towns. In those days, life was simple and people thought chiefly of simple things. When they thought children or young persons were going to do something foolish, they gave them some good advice and tried to teach them a little lesson from their own experience of what happened among the things around them. A boy or a girl who was very enthusiastic about some new thing was warned that new brooms sweep clean. When several people were anxious to help in doing one thing, they were pushed aside, just as they are now, with the remark that too many cooks spoil the broth. The people who use this proverb now generally know very little about broth and still less about cooking. They say it because it expresses a certain truth in a striking way. But the first person who said it knew all about cooks and kitchens and spoke out of the fullness of her. It must have been a woman. Experience. Again, a person who is discontented with the way in which he lives and is anxious to change it is warned lest he jump out of the frying pan into the fire. Again, the wisdom comes from the kitchen, and we may remark that these sayings are difficult to contradict. But there are other proverbs which contain statements about birds and animals and things connected with nature, and sometimes these seem only half true to the people who think about them. We sometimes hear it said of a person who is very quiet and does not speak much, that still waters run deep. This is true in nature. A little shallow brook will babble along, while the surface of a deep pool will have hardly a ripple on it. But a quiet person is not necessarily a person of great character or lofty thoughts. Some people hardly speak at all because, as a matter of fact, they find nothing to say. They are quiet, not because they are deep, but because they are shallow. Still, the proverb is not altogether foolish. But when people use it about someone, they generally mean that they think this particular quiet person is one with so much going on in his or her mind that there is no temptation to speak much. Empty vessels make most sound is another of these proverbs. This is literally true, but is not always true when applied to people. A person who talks a great deal with very little to say quite deserves to have this proverb quoted about him or her. But there are some people who are great talkers just because they are so full of ideas and to them the proverb does not apply. Another of these nature proverbs, and one which has exasperated many a late riser, is the early bird catches the worm. 
Many people have inquired in their turn, and what about the worms? But the proverb is quite true all the same. Again, a rolling stone gathers no moss. is a proverb which has been repeated over and over again with many a head shake when young people have refused to settle down have changed from one thing to another and roamed from place to place and this is quite true but we may ask is it a good thing for stones to gather moss after all the adventurous people sometimes win fortunes which they could never have won if they had been afraid to move about and the adventurous people to win other things knowledge and experience which are better than money of course the proverb is wise to a certain degree for mere foolish changing without any reason cannot benefit anyone but things can gather rust as well as moss by keeping still and this is certainly not a good thing where there's a will there's a way so the old proverb says and this is probably nearly always true except that no one can do what is impossible look before you leap is also good advice for impetuous people who are apt to do a thing rashly and then wonder afterwards whether they have done wisely the most interesting thing about proverbs to the student of words is that they are always made up of simple words such as early people always used but we go on repeating them using sometimes words which we should never choose in ordinary speech and yet never noticing that they are old fashioned and quaint it is true that there are some sayings which are so often quoted that they seem almost like proverbs but a line of poetry or prose however often it may be quoted is not a proverb if it is taken from the writings of a person whom we known to have used it for the first time These are merely quotations. No one can say who was the first person to use any particular proverb. Even so long ago as the days of the great Greek philosopher Aristotle, many proverbs which are used in nearly every land today were ages old. Aristotle describes them as fragments of an elder wisdom. Clearly then, however true some quotations from Shakespeare and Pope and Milton may be, and however often repeated they are not proverbs a little learning is a dangerous thing this line expresses a deep truth and is as simply expressed as any proverb but it is merely a quotation from pope again fools rush in where angels fear to tread is true enough and well enough expressed to bear frequent quotation but it is not a fragment of elder wisdom it is merely pope's excellent way of saying that foolish people will interfere in delicate matters in which wise people would never think of meddling here again the language is not particularly simple as in proverbs and this will help us to remember that quotations are not proverbs there is however a quotation from a poem by patrick a chalmers a present day poet which has become as common as a proverb what's lost upon the roundabouts we pulls up on the swings the fact that this is expressed simply and even ungrammatically does not of course turn it into a proverb though many of the proverbs which are repeated in nearly all the languages of the world are without date we know the times when a few of them were first quoted 
In Greek writings, we already find the half-true proverb, rolling stones gather no moss. And there is many a slip twixt the cup and the lip, which warned the Greeks, as it still warns us, of the uncertainty of human things. We can never be sure of anything until it has actually happened. In Latin writings, we find almost the same idea expressed in the familiar proverb, a bird in hand is worth two in the bush, a fact which no one will deny. Saint Jerome, who translated the Bible from Greek into Latin in the 4th century and wrote many wise books besides, quoted two proverbs which we know well. It is not wise to look a gift horse in the mouth, and liars must have good memories. The first again deals, like so many of the earlier proverbs, with the knowledge of animals. A person who knows about horses can tell from the state of their mouths much about their age, health, and general value. But the proverb warns us, it is neither gracious nor wise to examine too closely what is given to us freely. It may not be quite to our liking, but after all, it is a present. The proverb, liars must have good memories, means, of course, that people who tell lies are liable to forget just what tale they have told on any particular occasion and may easily contradict themselves and so show that they have been untruthful. It is necessary, then, for such a person, unless he wishes to be found out, to remember exactly what lies he has told. Many proverbs have remained in the English language not so much for the wisdom they contain as for the way in which they express it. Some are in the form of a rhyme, as birds of a feather flock together, and east and west, home is best. These are always favorites. Others catch the ear because of their alliteration, that is to say, two or three of their words begin with the same letter. Examples of this are, look before you leap. The proverb, a stitch in time saves nine, has something of both these attractions, though it is not exactly a rhyme. Other examples of alliteration in proverbs are, delays are dangerous, speech is silver and silence is gold. A few proverbs are witty as well as wise, and these are perhaps the best of all since they do not as a rule, exasperate the people to whom they are quoted, as many proverbs are apt to do. Usually, these witty proverbs are metaphors. End of Proverbs